0: Welcome to the ByWords Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. I love helping passionate women gain clarity about their purpose so they can kick fear to the curb, break up with the hustle, and say goodbye to the lies that hold us back from pursuing our dreams wholeheartedly. We're going to get open and honest, share some laughs, and maybe some tears, but at the end of the day, my hope is that you will walk away encouraged, inspired, and ready to step into your purpose with confidence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive right in. Love is powerful. It eradicates fear, brings us together, and equips us to live out our purpose in the earth. Honestly, I'm not sure there's a problem love couldn't remedy. If you haven't already, be sure to grab your copy of my new book, Love Is Remastered, and join me in making this world a better place by learning to love more intentionally than ever before. This book also supports Traffic 911, which is a local nonprofit that helps youth coming out of human trafficking in Dallas-Fort Worth. You can get yours today at the slash shop. That's the slash shop. Okay, now let's get into the episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the ByWords podcast. I am so glad you're here. Today, we're talking about money, which I know we've talked about on the show before, but today we're zeroing in on intentional spending. And this is something that I've been learning a lot about this year, because for me, when it comes to money, it's more than just being debt-free or saving money so that you can buy nice things. It's really about the intention behind it because there's so much power whenever you are intentional about where you put your money, how you use it, where you spend it, all of those things. So I am excited to have Jen Williams here to talk to us all about it. So Jen Williams is the founder of Bloom Budget, an aesthetically pleasing budget that makes the mundane task of keeping your finances in check really pretty and kind of fun too. She and her husband paid off $57,000 of debt in two years, all on church staff incomes. She enjoys helping women build the bridge from living paycheck to paycheck to making your money do what you want it to and buying the things that you want all on a budget you can actually afford. When she's not pinching pennies, she's also a digital marketer, visual designer, detail-oriented perfectionist, dessert lover, wife, new mama to a baby boy named Max, and chronic oversharer on Instagram. In short, she's a gal who likes to buy nice things and keep it real, and I know you're going to love her too. So I'm so excited that you're here, Jen. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so excited to dive into this. I really loved watching your journey on Instagram. So as we're getting started, would you just tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today with how you view and manage your
1: finances? So I feel like it all began when I met my husband on Christian Mingle back in like 2017. He and I got married really fast. And at the church we were working at at the time, they required that we go through FPU as part of our like premarital counseling. So FPU is Financial Peace University through Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. And it's just really like a way to figure out how to get out of debt program. Um, Not a lot of budgeting elements, but we'll get to that. So I did the the Dave Ramsey course together Mm -hmm. and like a real talk. Cute comes with a cost. My husband (laughs) is the one that brought the debt into the relationship. So he had about, he had a student loan. He had a car loan. He had like two and a half credit cards. And I had like a one, I had bought like a MacBook pro. So like between the Mm. two of us, we had a lot of debt. Like we were bringing a lot of debt into the marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, we kind of just like jotted down our debt and knew like we had 57,000 grand and like a lump sum of different things that we owed um, Mm. in debt. And so we kind of did nothing about it for like two years, honestly. And then um, we moved to Texas and Nate was a teacher there and um, we were making more money than we'd ever made before. And he only got paid once a month. And at the end of each month, we were like broke, like did not have any, any money left in our checking account. And so I just got really frustrated. Like, how are we making more than we've ever made? And like, we have no money to show for it at the end of the month. So that's when I created a budget for our family. And it was literally in a legal pad for the first like year to 18 months. It was just like in a legal pad, I would write down all of our expenses, all of our, everything that we bought, every bill that we paid. And then I just got really sick of doing it on the legal pad. And so I created this worksheet and that is now what is Bloom budget. Um, and that is the company that I um, own and, and love. It is my like little passion project, honestly, because I also work at a church and me and my husband work in that together. And we have finally, finally got all of our debt paid off um, last year, actually. And so uh, yeah, that's kind of like our story, how Bloom Budget came about, how um, much debt we start with, why we chose to start budgeting. Um, we very much, the one thing, I always joke like Dave Ramsey taught us how to get out of debt, but like really not how to budget. Mm-hmm. And and it's like he has this snowball method and it's amazing and it's great and it's the principle that we used. Um, to get out of debt, but uh, we view it very much as a joint effort. So like I always say that it's needs debt, but like really it's our debt. And so like jointly we were able to pay that debt off. So yeah, that's a little bit about like our, our background, our view on finances and like how Bloom budget has come about.
0: That is amazing. It's so cool hearing people's stories and like just what they learned along the way, because I know I can definitely relate, even though we don't have a ton of debt, like some people do like, it doesn't really even matter how much debt you have. It's Mm -hmm. just it's a hard journey. It can feel overwhelming, it can feel discouraging and frustrating and all of those things that you mentioned. And so I just love what you're doing. It's so cool to watch and just so helpful to see. So, can you explain to us what exactly bloom budget is
1: and what you do in that business? Sure. So, bloom budget it's honestly a budget worksheet. And oh, this sounds so bad. But like I had saw out like buying a budget worksheet from someone else on the internet. Like I never planned to start a budget company. Like was not on my radar. I just really couldn't find anything that was like aesthetically pleasing as lame as that sounds. Like (laughs) we have like a really curated space, you know, and like I love a good Instagram feed and I just couldn't find like anything that was like simple. It was all just like clunky workbooks or like Excel spreadsheets. And so I have some background in like design and um, have always been a content creator for social media and so I was like I'm just going to make my own. So I put together like a little color palette on Pinterest and like picked the colors out and made the bloom budget, regardless of whether you're in debt or just trying to meet a savings goal like it can become very, very um, time consuming, like there's endless videos out there, you know? So I wanted it to be one page where you could just see all of your expenses, see all of your bills and just see it on one sheet. Mm. And so, yeah, I just sought out to, and, and, and created the bloom budget, not thinking anyone would want to use it. And then from there have been able to make videos and teach people how to budget. And it's just been an awesome journey, but, um, yeah, that's kind of like how, 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 and why Bloom budget came about.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. And I know that you said, it sounds kind of silly, but I totally get it. Like, especially for someone who's not a big financial, I don't know much about that world. You know, it's, it's for me, I prefer something that's very simple. And I think the fact that it's pretty, makes it like you said, more fun. It makes it more enjoyable. Like it's something that, that is not as, I guess, just confusing and tedious to me. Um, to yeah. look at. So I love yeah. that. And I think you mentioned something so key that I don't hear a lot. Budgeting is not just for getting out of debt. Yes. Can you please Amen. touch on that? Because I- I've never really thought about it that way. Like budgeting mm-hmm. is for more than just getting out of debt. It's like really being intentional about what we're doing with our money is, is so much bigger than just getting out of debt.
1: Yeah. It can be for like, for any goals. So like right now we're out of debt, but we still budget because we still have savings goals. And in order to keep ourselves out of debt, you know, like we have kind of like a security blanket in place to, I don't know, keep ourselves out from getting back into debt. And so, yeah, yeah, what I love about budgeting and I, I love like with your podcast and be, being so purposeful and intentional is like, that was one of the things that my husband and I talk about all of the time is like, being purposeful in all areas of life just like when we set out to be like lose work you know it's like oh we're sticking to this one thing and that's our phone now but like people don't really do that with their finances you just hope and pray like cross your fingers that you can make it to the next pay period Mm. and it doesn't have to be that way like your finances can be like very purposeful and have a place to go and um I think like yeah, it's not just about paying off debt, which is amazing. And that does come with its own freedom, but like also just the freedom of mind to know when we get paid, we know where our money is going and our bills Mm -hmm. will be paid. And like, it's just a set it and forget it type thing when you have a budget.
0: Yeah. And I think it's just, it's funny, like when a lot of people maybe think about budgets, they could see it as something that's really strict or rigid. But at least for me, what I found is having a budget gives me so much freedom Because there's not as much confusion. It's very clear. You've got that clarity. Like you said, you know where your money's going to go. It actually kind of like sets you up and gives you the freedom to live more purposefully and achieve even your other goals, you know?
1: Yeah, 100%. I agree fully.
0: I, I love how transparent you've been about your whole journey on social media. And I think it's just been really encouraging for people to see that because money can be a taboo thing. But it is so helpful to watch other people doing it and making it happen and getting out of debt and reaching their goals and saving and all those things. So, has mm. it always been like that for you, or how did you get to that point in your relationship with money?
1: Do you know what? My dad, when I first started Bloom Budget, called me. He's like, You have lost your whole mind. Why <laughs> are you sharing? why are you sharing your rent because it is so taboo like no one talks about it but we're all paying bills like we all go to the grocery store so I feel like sharing sharing everything it just really opens up the conversation because like we all have bills to pay you know we have children so like that's a huge expense and it's just more relatable if I share all the things and that was another thing when I would like see other people on YouTube you know or, or wherever on the internet like sharing with people how to budget, they weren't using their actual numbers. So like, I can't really compare it to our situation because I couldn't see like really what they were, what bills they were paying, you know, Yeah, I think it helps. I think it helps in, in being a bit more relatable when we just, we literally share it all. Yeah.
0: I love that. And I think too, it's
1: just, it's
0: empowering for someone to see the exact numbers sometimes because it's like, oh wow. Like They are doing it this, like I can see fully their whole process and it makes it so much more within reach maybe.
1: Yeah. And I say all the time, like we live in a really high cost of living area on the East coast. Like we live in a coastal town. And so it is really expensive to live here. And we have a pastor's income. Like we really aren't making a lot of money for the area that we live, but we're making it happen and able to stay out of debt and still achieve our savings goals. And I know people say like, if we can do it, anybody can do it, but really, truly like we're not broke, but like the cost of living here is really high and we're able to make it happen with a budget. And if we didn't have a budget, we would be, we would be broke.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting point. Cause I feel like sometimes people might look at a budget and say, well, it's easy for you because you're making X amount of money, but mm-hmm. how do you recommend that people adjust their budget to fit their specific, you know, like where they live, how much they get paid, the bills that they have, like, do you have a
1: specific formula for how you do all of that? The best place to start is, is to really look at the last month's expenses, like to print out your bank statement and just highlight with different colors, what did you spend at the grocery store? What did you spend on the bills? And compare that. So just put on the first line your income and then deduct all of those expenses and see what you're left over with. And whatever that leftover remainder is, that's like literally the whole Bloom budget. Just that remainder is what you have to put towards debt or to put towards your savings account. And that's what we did when we were in Texas and we got paid once a month. I looked at our account for a month of November and we had just wild all the way out, like Mm seven, $800 eating out a thousand dollars on like holiday decor. It was just insane. And so like when we wrote it all out, I could see easily why we weren't making a dent in this debt. And I think like that's the, the easiest formula. Yeah, that's so good. Okay. So
0: something else that you mentioned that I think is really cool is the fact that you don't have to give up the fun part of life. Like you don't have to be miserable while you're getting out of debt. So mm-hmm. how do you manage that? Cause I hear so many people talking about, if you want to get out of debt, stop going to Starbucks and stop doing all these things. <laughs> but it's like, I, at least for me, I'm like, I want to create something that's sustainable for me. And the truth is yes. I'm probably just not Never going to go to Starbucks again, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like ideally, you know, you could make it at home, but I love Starbucks too. And like that's what I'm going to continue to do. So, like, if there's a pair of shoes I want or like a new pair of jeans, I'll just put some money aside for those and I save up for them. And that also makes the things that you have a lot more valuable to you because you've saved for them, you know? Right. And so, I, yeah. And like what I, what I love about, budgeting is we budget of ourselves an adult allowance. We don't say we can't buy like Nate. Oh, you can't buy that. My, my husband is like a gearhead, like loves <laughs> camera equipment, loves like audio stuff. Like he loves all that. And it's all very expensive as you all know. And so I tell him like, you know, you gotta have to put back your allowance, like, you know, this month and next month to get the thing. And it's all manageable. We still always get the things that we want. And so that's, that's really the way that we do it is we just plan it, plan out accordingly towards what, what we want to buy.
0: Yeah. I love that. And again, it's so freeing to know, like, it's not that you just can't spend the money. It's like, you know, my, my husband, I do the same thing. We've given ourselves an allotted amount of personal spending and it's like, okay, that's your money. It fits in our budget. We've planned for it, do whatever you want with it. But if it's going to exceed that, you're just going to have to save up. And that's just kind of our agreement And it works because then I don't feel like I am suffocating in my budget, Mm -hmm. but I'm not setting myself up for failure by just buying whatever I want, whenever I want, no matter the cost, you know?
1: Yeah. And then it it also eliminates those hard conversations that sometimes come up in marriage, which is why our marriage counselor, our premarital counselor had us attend the class is because Mm -hmm. money is such a a confrontational thing inside of relationships. And so If Nate is, you know, going out and buying a $200, I don't know, microphone, which happened last week, (laughs) it's budgeted for, it's budgeted for, it didn't come out of our groceries, you know? So it doesn't cause that tension because there are, there's a plan in place.
0: Yes. uh, Yes. It helps so much. I totally agree.
1: Um, On the other hand though, you are actually in the middle of no spend September. And so September is a great month to like store up a bunch of money these upcoming holidays so that they don't creep up on you and go into debt right so that's kind of the the idea behind no spin September and there's like a huge community on Instagram now so that's really fun it's not just me doing it alone
0: that's really cool so what are the rules because I know I when I was telling CRISPR about this he was like what do you mean like what, how do we buy groceries are we just not paying our bills like how does this work
1: yeah um, all of your bills you know you're still gonna want to pay <laughs> even like if you were to have credit cards uh, uh, like car payments like all of those things you're still gonna pay and then um you just stick to your normal budget for groceries so for us like we do what 150 a week so about 600 a, a month we put aside for groceries and then we do about a hundred dollars for We really don't drive very much but then everything else i take that back we also budget 100 for essentials so toilet paper we don't do that part of our grocery budget so we don't buy really anything else we don't buy the starbucks drinks that month every other month starbucks drinks are go <laughs> which is kind of unfortunate because the pumpkin spice latte did come out but you know it's just it's just where we're at yeah it'll be there (laughs) yeah yeah so that's kind of you know that's that's kind of what we do it's kind of like a reset from a crazy summer which just we always tend to travel and have more expenses and then like a preparation for the fall and the crazy expenses that come with all the holidays
0: yeah, that's, that's really neat. Cause I'm sure it's a very eye-opening experience too. When you kind of like fasting where you don't realize how hungry you are until you aren't eating, it's probably like, you don't realize how much you're spending until you can't spend it,
1: which exactly. has got to be,
0: got to be a crazy experience, but really cool that you do that. I like how you said, it's kind of like a reset where you just get to get to be more aware and intentional about like, okay, this is what we usually spend, but look, it's going into our savings or whatever other goal you want to do. And it's, it's only four weeks too, which is just really awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not long at all. And, and it, it feels really doable. And then at the end of the month, it's like in October, I don't want the drink because I know how much this like $6 can save when it's accumulated over the course of a month, you know, so it yeah. is very eye opening.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So what is something that you wish more women knew about money?
1: I guess I just wish women knew how easy it really is. I kind of like equate it to organizing. So like I love organizing. I just posted <laughs> that like we organized this spice jar and it's a bougie spice drawer thing in our <laughs> kitchen now. And like I asked like what people liked to do to like reset when they just needed like a hard reset. And most people said organize. And so I feel like with finances, it's that same way. And like I don't know about your husband, but mine doesn't do the organizing around here. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not going there. So like I do those things and they bring me a lot of joy. And so like when, when I budget now it's coffee to repeat almost month after month. It's like, if you look through bloom budget, you'll see like August looks very similar to September and October will look very much the same as well. But I like to just like sit down with my coffee. It's kind of like, um, self-care moment for me throughout the month like I'll sit down with my coffee light a candle get out my budgie and like plan out the month ahead and it is for me a form of self-care and so like it's not you mentioned this but like it's it's really not very hard at first it's a little bit of a learning curve okay I will admit that like And it does take a little bit of looking yourself in the mirror to acknowledge what you've spent. But like, for the most part, it is, it's very simple. I do finances. I even do them for um, my day job as well. And I'm terrible at math, (laughs) but I use a calculator. Like you don't have to be good at math at all. And um, I guess I just wish women knew like, it's a woman's thing too. And it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be mundane, but it can be really freeing in a form of self-care.
0: Yeah. That's a really cool way to look at it. I've never thought about it like that, but, but really it is like when you're being intentional about your spending, mm-hmm. it takes away the stress. I don't know. At least for me, I think about it where if I know that everything is in its place with my finances, mm-hmm. I can use my energy and attention on things that matter more without the stress of like, are we going to be okay at the end of the month? Like that's taken care of. I know we're okay. So I can focus my energy and attention on these other things, which is a really cool thought.
1: Yeah. That's, that is spot on and live more intentionally because you don't have to worry about where your finances are going. You already know.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's really, really cool.
1: Um, so yeah.
0: what are some practical ways that you would recommend for us to start being more intentional about our spending today?
1: Okay. So I have a few, few suggestions, but some of them are not going to be very easy. So what I would suggest doing is to become more intentional do kind of like, a assessment. So I think first and foremost, it's important to write down what you have in debt or what your savings goals are. It doesn't have to just be debt. I mm-hmm. like to focus on debt because I do feel like that is what kind of like binds people, but you know, if it's savings, that's where we're at in our journey as well. And so to write down that debt, I think is really important though, to look it in the eye and know like what your game plan is and like the beast that you're up against. Like, yeah. don't, don't live in an ignorance is bliss state because that is true, but it's still going to be there. And so that's one way I think um, is really, is, is a really vital step. And then second, like I mentioned, just print out your bank statement and highlight those, those um, different categories that you've spent money in and just really see where your money is going. Yeah. I think that that's like, those would be my, my steps of action plan, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, that's so good. And so yeah. Um, what would you say to the woman who's just feeling really overwhelmed by finances right now?
1: Oh man, I feel you. I was you, you are not alone. Um, there is, it's way easier than you think that it's going to be. Um, it might take you a little bit of time to get everything in order and started, but it is a worthwhile investment because of the freedom of mind that it will bring you, once you get paid and you know where your money is going, it's so, so worth it. It's like any other form of self-care. We were conscious about, you know, the things that we put into our body. We should also be conscious about where our money goes because it's, it's a gift and it can be used as a tool. It doesn't have to be a burden.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so good. I, I totally agree with that and second it. Yeah. Thank you. So you've got a ton of free resources, can you please tell us where everyone can find that, and then also follow along with you and your journey?
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, I have an Instagram account. It's Bloom Budget. Do people say at Bloom Budget? Do people still say the at in the Bloom Budget? You know, or I'm like-
0: never sure about
1: that. <laughs> I don't know if it's implied or not, but it is at <laughs> Bloom Budget. <laughs> yeah, it is at Bloom Budget. So that's really where the like the most dense of the Bloom Budget community is like there's always conversations going on over there and then that's where we share all of our actual income and expenses. Also, the, the links to like the freebies and the worksheets and all of that can be found on Bloom Budget, but we also have a website bloombudget.com and there's actually like freebies, I mean you can do all of this on a legal pad just like I did. Um, but we do have some resources over there, bundles that you can buy in different fun colors. And then of course, freebies to like, write out that all of your expenses. We have expense trackers over there for free. So yeah, all of it can be found on bloombudget.com or bloombudget on Instagram at bloombudget.
0: Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to just come and share with us. This has been really helpful. And I know for me encouraging, and I'm sure for everybody else who's listening, but really thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you're doing and your transparency and sharing your journey as well.
1: Oh, thanks, Sienna. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords podcast. I love having you here and I'm so grateful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode and tag me to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram and in the ByWords community group, which you can find links for in the show notes. Until next time, stay brave and remember, I'm cheering you on.